0: Hey there Frontlines listeners, this is Mike letting you know about this week's sponsor, Audible.com. Head over to audiblepodcast.com slash wars to download your free audiobook. Choose from over 60,000 titles, including a wide array of Star Wars and Clone Wars audiobooks. So head over to audiblepodcast.com slash wars to start your free trial today. Hello and welcome to the 45th episode of Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast for the episode Death Trap. I am your host, Michael Cohen, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Matt Cranky. Hey, what's going on? He's, he's, he's the guy. He's the other dude that you hear. Dude. Other Here dude. Here it is, man. Well, we're both dudes. We're both West Coasters. <laughs> we're dudes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. um uh, here it is man the return of boba fett we're here to talk about it and uh yes some people have been dying to see this and others you know probably want to stay away from it but uh we're getting into the end of season two and uh, and the trilogy of boba fett here so i'm um, looking forward to discussing it and we haven't actually talked about this episode yet so we were saying we're saving it all for today for you guys so we are we are and we will see yeah, how
0: it goes. It, it'll it'll probably be a good discussion yeah I think it will. yeah so uh, so not not a heck of a lot going on uh, but no. uh, but uh, we do have we've got a lot of news about um, other stuff we've not necessarily news. clone Wars but lots of news so. okay so well, let's uh, let's jump into that
2: all right All links, report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 7 standing by. Red 5 standing by. I like the sound of that. What are you talking about? So what I told you is true. From a certain point of view, everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. Many Bothanons died to bring us this information.
1: And we will start off with the Force Unleashed 2 site gets an update. So uh, what do you think of this, Mike? We got uh, some interesting stuff going on at the Force Unleashed site with the second game.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's the ForceUnleashed.com, and if you head there, you'll see uh, the image that we've already been seeing of the. Uh, well, I, 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 he's got a name now. He's not just the the uh, Vader's apprentice or Star Killer. He's a uh, Galen Merrick. Right. So there's a there's a picture of, of uh, Merrick, and he's. Uh, the, they got the two lightsabers, which is the big thing, I think, for this one, that they're going to give them two lightsabers so that it's you know, twice as awesome. Yes. Um, <laughs> but what's really interesting is actually the background, which is an animated background of the, uh, the Dagobah Swamp. Yes. And uh, you can see Yoda's hovel in the back. And, uh, and And if you wait for a second, there's a cave off to the left-hand side. That you'll hear lightsaber sounds and uh, and some flashing lights come from. Yes. So, looks like Yoda is going to be a fairly major player in this uh, in in this new game. Um,
1: yeah, it's hard
0: not to speculate on that,
1: seeing as the yeah. pages like that. So
0: yeah, and we heard his voice in the uh, in the trailer yes, a while ago when that exactly. was debuted. So so this is sort of a small update and a small small answer to our questions of whether or not he would appear in the game. And uh, and even more than that, it's got a, a, a twenty ten date on it down down on the bottom, which means that it is coming this year officially. Yes, yeah, coming. So this year. that's yeah. uh, that's really cool to see. Although you know what, it, it probably would have been better if it came out in twenty eleven because they could have because like the the two lightsabers could have been the eleven. But <laughs> hey, I guess you don't release a game for marketing, you release it to yeah. sell it. Yeah. So. When it's ready, they should release it. But well,
1: oh well, we had speculated a few podcasts down the line there that uh, it could be a clone of Galen Merrick, mm-hmm. and uh, that's still kind of up in the air. But uh, you know, it's it looks pretty cool when you go onto the website and you see the uh, the old cave there, and it almost—I mean, it really doesn't look like Yoda's cave, though. I mean, doesn't it look a little different? But it's definitely, it definitely looks like Dagobah. And it has, like you said, the lightsabers going in the cave. But I guess we can just assume that it's, it's Yoda's hovel, and uh, somehow Galen's over there. So it's we're getting some, a few updates. And uh, hopefully in the next month or two, we'll get a, another trailer maybe and, and some more information. But uh, that's what's going on now. So go on over to the Force Unleashed website and check that out. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, for sure. Also uh, so, uh, so what's our next piece of news here?
1: Well, we got uh, the G4 Network, and um, I don't know if you guys have that in Canada. I
0: I think you do, right? We do. We do. It's a a special pay channel up
1: here. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they are doing um, this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, doing some special stuff uh, regarding Star Wars. And, you know, we know what they've done in the past with the Comic-Con debacle, Mm -hmm. but they're going to give it another shot and hopefully – they're going to do a, some, some justice this time uh today actually as of this, this recording uh, it'll be too late but uh jamie king and daniel logan are in, are in the studio to discuss uh, the clone wars season finale so that should be cool they're bringing a, an exclusive scene with them and maybe that's the scene that's up on the star wars website uh today maybe so um on tuesday Kevin Pereira and Olivia Munn go behind the scenes at Skywalker Sound and Lucasfilm Animation to talk about uh, the Clone Wars animated series. So I'm going to check that out. And hopefully by Tuesday we can get this episode out and you guys will be up to speed on what's going on. Uh, Wednesday, the 28th, uh, they're celebrating the Empire Strikes Back uh, with George Lucas and Dennis Muren. And they talk about the evolution of uh, visual effects. And I'm really interested in seeing that one. and then on Thursday, the 29th, uh, you get an, an exclusive tour of the ILM studios in San Francisco. Uh, you get uh, up close and personal with some of the most famous props from the ILM productions. And you visit the visual effects company. Uh, see. Massive render farm and witness what kind of computing power it takes to make the magic happen. So that's some of the stuff going on this week in TV. So if you or into the behind the scenes stuff like I am. You want to check those out on the G4 network.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Seems like some interesting stuff. Yeah. Although, yeah. we'll see cuz I uh, we know we do know the Comic-Con debacle and all of the crap that happened there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This past summer. And how much of a joke that was with uh with Olivia Munn and her you know, she's just like trying to appeal to uh to the Star Wars fans. It felt really cheap. Yeah, and right. uh, and and the other guy, what's his name? Kevin yeah. Pereira. Yeah, with his his. I don't know his. Well, white one trash with, Yeah, white trash. Uh, yeah, white Jedi trash. Walker. That was just like uh, it was. Boy. Yeah, they, yeah. I, I was not impressed. So hopefully they'll uh, they'll they'll pull their butts out of the dumpster for this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give them one more shot. See what they can yeah. do with this. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so the next piece of news. The next piece of news is about uh, C five, and uh, Jay Lagayah has been announced as the uh, as the celebrity host for C five.
1: Yes, yes, and he has hosted. um uh, oh. easy. <laughs> he has hosted before. Um, I think it's uh, what two, three, and four celebrations. So yeah, yeah, returning and obviously a fan favorite. Um, so again, and then also actually on on Twitter it was announced that. Uh, the Ewok, uh, Wicket. Uh, Warwick Davis. Uh, Warwick Davis yeah. is going to be uh, at celebration too. So, here we go. You know, a little uh, news is starting to trickle in on on who's going to be there, and yep. uh, I'm sure we're going to get this throughout the rest of the summer as people jump on yeah, board. Yeah,
0: expect expect a lot in the next month. Um, what? Because uh, I contacted uh, one of the guys at uh, at Lucasfilm. Um, so that we could start setting up our uh, our interviews and that sort of thing for when we we're down there in uh, in August, and um, and he emailed me back and said it's a little bit early to start setting up the interviews, but to check back with them in about a month.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Because
0: that's when a lot of the news would start really pumping out. Yeah. Um. So expect in the next in the next few weeks to have some big news. Uh, coming out about who else is going to be there but we now know that, that, that there's going to be at least three major star wars celebrities jay lagaya uh carrie fisher and warwick davis so
1: yeah
0: um hopefully we can get some some interviews with with some of those those folks get some sound bites at least
1: yeah at least sound bites
0: uh, would be cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah so um uh, one one small piece of news and this is really, really selfish of me, and it's only for people who are listening in the Vancouver or Pacific Northwest area, um, that Star Wars in Concert is coming to Vancouver in June. Okay, June 22nd, yeah. On June 23rd. Okay. Uh, the reason why I make the announcement and not just let you guys find out on your own is that I'll be there. So if, if any of you guys that listen are going to be there, let me know, and, uh, and maybe we can meet up and, and, uh, and that sort of thing. That's awesome, um, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, and maybe if you guys all buy your, uh, your, your Frontlines t-shirts, we can all wear our Frontlines t-shirts that night. Oh, yeah.
1: Speaking of t-shirts, I'll just mention it real quick. Uh, the first set went out today. So those of you who ordered awesome. um, by yesterday, uh, they're in the mail today. They're gone. So um,
0: start looking so for those what's later. The, do, you, do you have numbers on on what we have left? what sizes we have
1: left and everything um no i have to go through i mean we sold i think one of one of each so far so we still got plenty so um but get on them you know because like i said we only have a couple of sizes you know a lot extra large and and small we only have four left of each so um, get on those if you're those sizes
0: right yeah okay all right. So, uh, so I guess that's a good segue into the collecting news.
1: Collecting news, uh-huh. yeah. And I guess I'll yeah. start with this first one because uh, I actually collect this. But uh, it looks yeah. like there is the end of the Legacy comic series is coming up with issue number 50. And Randy Stradley, who is the um, editor, uh, he announced the end. He actually is the one that the announced the end of the Legacy series. And, uh, you know, he went on to praise John Astroner, Jan Drosima, and everyone else who worked on the series, citing that the decision had nothing to do with a lack of faith in those involved. The creative team is by no means out of work, in quotes. That all now leads to the juicy part to get your customary Star Wars speculation machines up and running as for what's to come. So um, I know a lot of the listeners, I think, uh, are fans of the series. And um, I'm actually all the way up and, and current with the series, and all of a sudden, boom, I finally get current, and they're going to shut it down. So it's kind of a frustrating there, but that's seems like the way they're going with some of these series, you know, um, Yeah, Knights, Knights of the Old Republic. Knights, is, yeah, uh, just ended at 50.
0: Yeah, it's just just finishing up. But, uh, but Knights of the Old Republic is finishing, and the Old Republic is taking its place. Right. So it's kind of like it's not really going anywhere it's just changing titles and yeah. the main character is leaving
2: right. um
0: like all the the characters that we're used to from that comic so um i'm you know what i'm betting that something similar is happening with this uh with, with legacy finishing up
1: yeah um, i'm sure yeah
0: because if if anybody's been listening or had their nose to the grindstone trying to find news about this new uh animated star wars project um, at at uh, at C two E two during during one of the panels, Steve Sansweet mentioned that there will be stories in this new animated series that take place after Return of the Jedi. Yes. So, uh, Legacy being after Return of the Jedi, maybe they want to sort of cut it off and um, and and tell some other stories, and they don't want to have a continuing comic to have to. Worry about in regards to that. So yeah, right. So we'll see. I'm sure
1: we'll see something will happens. take the place of it. I mean, those two astrander yeah. and just seem are really good, and and they did an excellent job on that series. So I really enjoyed it. So kind of sad to see it go, but I'm sure they'll they'll find more work in the Star Wars universe here soon. So we'll look forward to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. What else? Okay, got, so. Right? Sa- Second piece of news, uh, buy one, get one 50% off at Toys R Us. So, uh, yeah, yes. today Toys R Us is offering buy one, get one 50% off all Star Wars action figures, books, and Lego construction sets. It says it's uh, this is valid until May 1st, which is this Saturday, uh, which is also free comic book day for Oh, everybody. don't forget so, that, yeah. Um, yeah, do not forget, because I'm actually pretty sure that there's a Star Wars free comic book, so... There was last year. Uh, it, was a, it was a Kit Fisto story, and it was actually really cool. So um, I can't say enough that, you, that everybody listening needs to get out and support their local comic book store. Um,
1: yes, It's definitely. super
0: important. It's super important because comic book stores are one of the few things left that, as opposed to Toys R Us, they're independently owned. Right. And, uh, and although Toys R Us is great because sometimes they'll do a deal like this, the buy one get one percent off, um, and they'll do they'll do half price figures and all that sort of thing um, the local comic shops are are they're independently owned so they can't afford to do stuff like that so they really need the support that that to, so that those of us that are collectors and want sort of something more than just a place to buy our figures but like somewhere to to hang out and meet new friends and, exactly uh, and, yeah. and pick up our comic books and and vintage figures and all that sort of thing. You have to support your local comic book stores in order to and collectors' shops, uh, which most comic book stores nowadays sell action figures and that sort of thing. So right. that's why I say this. So, so head out for on on. So what I would do is I would go out on on the Friday buy some stuff at Toys R Us at there half price, is. and then all of the money that you save, take that <laughs> to your local yeah. comic shop on Free Comic Book Day and take take advantage of some deals. I know my local comic shop. Uh, Metropolis Comics and Toys just down the street from me, they, uh, they're they having a huge sale for free comic book day, and most comic book stores do. And a lot of the times, they'll have signings with, with authors and artists and that sort of thing. Um, so, so it's worth checking out,
1: yeah. this weekend. I will be heading to my Metropolis Comics as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, awesome.
1: Uh, then the last thing we got here is just something for the, the collectibles out. Uh, collectors, and costumers, uh, EFX collectibles. They have uh, two new precision cast replica Stormtrooper helmets coming up for sale. Um, One is seen in the Empire Strikes Back and one Shadow Stormtrooper. So um, these are all wearable. Uh, They have green lenses so you can see out of them. Um, And they will be available at Elite collectibles and select retailers. So um, I guess I think they're around... It looks like they're going to do 500 pieces of the uh, of the Shadow Stormtrooper to commemorate, obviously, the five hundred first. And these are roughly around $150. I checked them out online. Um, so not as expensive as I, I thought they were going to be. Usually helmets like these, you know, run twice that. Um, so this is kind of surprising that these are only around 150 So that's not a bad price for a precision cast replica. Cool. So check that
0: so, out. Uh, so here, ex- explain something to me because you are a you're a, you're a five zero first type of guy. You you've got the, the Django fat. Well, you no longer have the Django fat. Now you've got the Darth Vader, right? Right. The right. costume. Yes. Um, the green lenses. So is that is that make it easier to see? Is that like a certain kind of plastic that that makes it easier to see out of? Well, I think black from the outside.
1: I think uh, they're trying to go for a particular look. And I'm trying to remember in the Empire Strikes Back if they had a green tinted lens in the movie. Um, that's the only re- thing I can think of because th- normally these things are screen accurate. Yeah. So, it, but I don't remember. I, you know, I can't for life me remember any green seeing any green lenses. But you know, sometimes you don't pay particular attention to certain scenes. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a wearable helmet. You're supposed to be able to see out of it. I'm assuming a lot of these guys that buy these for costume are going to change the lenses out. That's what most of us do. Um, We'll fabricate our own lenses, um, put our own tinting on them, whatever the case may be. Um, Like the the Vader helmet, you know, A New Hope, you had sort of an orange uh, tint to the lens. Um, Actually, i got to get my Vader's correct here. There's different tints in each movie and different helmets in each movie. I mean, there's a glossy helmet and you know return yeah. of the jedi a new hope was basically a, a flat black type helmet so a lot of these costumers you know you got whatever particular version you're going for you're going to have different lenses you're going to have different paint schemes and and and, and so on so um i'm assuming that you know i'm not i'm not i don't do any stormtroopering. ring so as far as the costumes, so the green lens i so I know I'm going to have to get some help with uh, the 501st on that one. I, I would just assume that it's uh, trying to be screen accurate. But, uh, you know, maybe you – I think they're just going to pop them out and put their own lenses in. Oh, okay. But, yeah, that's that's where, it's, that's where I think they're going with that.
0: Cool. Well, it's always good to get the, uh, the 501st in perspective from you.
1: Well, so, you know, and it's funny, too, because I'm not even like – I'm not heavily into it because I haven't had a lot of time since my job duties kind of changed. So I'm kind of like on the outs looking in now, even though I've been a member since 2002. Um, So much has changed over the years. And um, I mean, you've seen some of these costumes and and pretty much anything that's bought from one of these companies like this. There's going to be some type of a mod done to them. So whether, like I said, whether it's the lenses or the paint scheme, usually they're going to do something to make it just that much better. So.
0: Okay. Cool. All right. Well, so. That's all, uh, that, yeah, that's our collecting news. So, uh, so let's jump into the recap.
2: Let's do it. You fought in the Clone Wars. Yes, I was once a Jedi Knight, the same as your father. My name's Rex. You'll call me Captain or Sir. I make the rules now.
0: I'm Ahsoka Tano. Come.
2: For 800 years have I trained Jedi.
0: Yahoo!
1: All right, here we go with Death Trap. Clone Sergeant Crasher addresses a class of clone cadets before the frigate docks with the Mighty Cruiser Endurance. The young clones seem very eager to explore the decks of the warship, though one in particular, a sullen lad named Lucky, keeps to himself. As the youth brigade enters the Endurance, a chipper clone cadet named Jax befriends Lucky, keeping the teasing of his
0: noisier brigade mates at bay. The cadets are met by Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker, who are about to take the youths on a tour. Before the Jedi are suddenly called away by Commander Pons with new orders. With regret, Anakin hands the tour back to Sergeant Crasher. Lucky watches Mace Windu depart with a fierce intensity.
1: So uh, I'll just we'll start off here real quick, Mike. Uh, yep. His name is Lucky. Bo was gonna be Lucky today, so. Uh, you know, as he comes in, we don't exactly know what's going on yet. He's with his cloned brigade, and at this point, we can just we just I thought that he was there for maybe he just went back into the ranks of the of the clones mm-hmm. and to get his training. Uh, we'll find out exactly what's going on later on, but uh, here we get Daniel Logan reprising more than just one role. He's doing actually all but one of the clones. Yeah. As far as I know, uh, I think the only one he doesn't do is Jax, which uh, he has sort of the uh, D. Bradley Baker uh, cadence to him. I don't know if you noticed that. I wonder if he's the one that did Jax.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and I didn't. I didn't even look at the recap. Yeah D-, yeah, D. Bradley Baker as Clone Troopers and Clone Cadet Jax. Okay, that's what I thought. Logan was. Boba Fett and Clone Cadets. Okay. So. Okay. You know what? I honestly didn't even pick up on it. You didn't? know I... I, I, I didn't pick up on it at all. And that just goes to show how great uh, either Daniel Logan or uh, D. Bradley Baker is. And I'm going to lean more towards D. Bradley Baker because he's such a oh yeah a seasoned uh, voice actor. Um, yeah, in yeah. fact, Daniel Logan, he did a great job of reprising his role as Boba Fett. But right. um, I found that the, the clone cadets sounded a little bit. Sam? same uh they they just sounded a little bit hokey like kind of like like voice acted not not as authentic he sounded great when he was boba
2: right so you can tell
0: that he put a lot of time and effort into that performance but like i'm thinking more i'm going to use a technical term for the walla which is when they just sort of make noise in the background so they're just like going like yeah awesome and that sort of thing yeah, um, it sounded really inauthentic. It almost sounded like Anakin Skywalker's whoopee or yippee. <laughs> okay, or, I can I can understand someone. that. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if that was intentional or not though. I get the feeling that it was that the clone cadets were supposed to sound a little bit more stale and uh, and less less authentic than mm-hmm. right. than Boba does, except for uh, except for Jax, because Jax obviously is. He's the head of his class, sort of guy, and Naimi Poba is as well. He's we see later on that he's sort of in a league of his own compared to the other. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Clones. I mean, uh, uh, compared to the clones, I mean, he's a he's a clone as well, but not not quite the same. Right. Um, yeah. So,
1: yeah. It, it, it was a, a. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't It, was, you it was
0: interesting. That's just um, it. Just seems like that was a that was a conscious decision that they made to make. Obviously they did make a conscious decision to have one of the, the clone cadets sound different by getting uh, getting D. Bradley Baker to voice him.
1: Right, right. Well and and like you said, he's it's gonna be really tough for Daniel Logan to try to match talents with D. Bradley Baker. It ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Um yeah, per- but I did it was pretty it was noticeable to me to hear d bradley's baker's voice come out of one of the clones so i thought they kind of mixed that up a little bit just to keep it a little a little more on the fresh side um and then we get uh you know anakin and, and and mace come in and we get to see more of that uh banter between anakin and mace where um mace says something like hey you're showing off and uh he says uh it's inspiring uh and then Mace says, "For you, it might be inspiring." So they had that kind of nice little banter going along, kind of chipping at each other, almost, you know, because um, Anakin's kind of there to show off a little bit, you know, he's got all these cadets and um, a nice little opportunity for him to kind of show off a little bit. But they get pulled away. But you get the you get the scowl from Boba as he as he finally gets introduced to uh, Mace Windu after, you know, for all we know, this is the first time he's seen Mace since since the arena battle. In episode two, yeah. so so we get the, the the familiar scowl that we saw back uh, in episode two years and years ago.
0: So <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, the cadets are taken to the gunnery bay, where they are met by Admiral Killian, the commanding officer of the Endurance. The children are tested with target practice, blasting mechanical skeet out of the sky. The cadets are too inexperienced to tag the targets, but when Lucky tries it. He succeeds in blasting three bogeys in an instant. Killian is impressed by Lucky's performance, seeing great potential in the lad.
0: Yeah, it's pretty impressive. He actually uh, yes. only ever fires one shot at each of the things. Like he's that sure of his shots that he all the you see all the other cadets sort of fire off multiple rounds. <laughs> yeah, they're just but, going after
1: it, yeah. 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 Well he had a, he had a little bit of a late start, too. They actually threw out the skeet before he got in the chair yeah. and a lot of people um, seeing that chair were reminded of uh, star Wars. Yeah. The, uh, yeah.
0: Of the, the Falcon's guns, the Falcon. Yeah, gun, for yeah. sure. Right. I, they were obviously trying to go for that. Yeah.
1: And then, and then of course we have Admiral Killian, which he's the Scottish admiral and uh, kind of reminded me of Scotty, you know, from Star Trek. He had that th- really thick accent. Uh, but uh, he was kind of a cool character, a different look to him, too. Uh, let's see. Uh, the cadets continue deeper into the ship. Uh, as Lucky leaves the tour, he is, in fact, Boba Fett. Boba produces a tiny calm link from his tunic and makes contact with a woman codenamed Watcher. Watcher trans. Uh, transmits to Boba coordinates for Mace Windu's quarters and fits secretly plants and explosive onto the doorframe.
2: Channel seven open, ready to receive code five transmission. Boba, is that you? It is. I'm sending you the data now. Receive transmission. Boba out. Hey, what are you doing here? Uh, communicate, sir. Eyes only. I've been dispatched to General Windows Quarters. There's no problem, sir. Oh, there's a problem. You're lying.
1: Okay, Mike, so we find out exactly what's going on. Boba is, in fact, stowed, you know, kind of conned his way on board the ship and he is going after Mace Windu right now with the help of of yeah. course we know who that is aura Singh uh, Yes. So uh I don't you know I don't remember them saying her name was watcher did you
0: hear that in the episode? I didn't hear that. No.
1: No. Okay. I didn't hear it but... was
0: in the script originally and that's what they're working from when they do the the okay. Recaps here.
1: I was going to say I, I don't didn't know. remember seeing that
0: but uh yeah, the, the episode descriptions actually tend to have a lot more information than the episode itself yeah <laughs> a lot of the time having like clone trooper names and that sort of thing that aren't necessarily mentioned but that they have to name them when they do the, the script and everything so yeah
1: and then Boba gets stopped by a couple of clones and and it's kind of funny to see how they kind of don't lose that that playful you know attitude towards each other even as they grow older you see the two older clones like, hey, leave the kid alone, man. Let him do what he's got to do. You know, they kind of kind of always, yeah. you know, kind of hit clowning on each other in the whole nine hours. so. It, it was kind of neat to see how they even do it when they're young. And they kind of just kind of goes with them as they get older. Kind of, you know, just like they are brothers, you know, and then that's the way they act. So it's kind of cool to see that. But uh, here we go. Baba secretly plants uh, an explosive. So basically he's on this ship to kill Mace and we're going to find out later that there's some moral issues going on and, and kind of, that's basically all he was there for. So we'll get into that in a little bit though. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Boba skulks away from the Jedi master's quarters, narrowly avoiding Windu's attention and rejoins the cadets. Windu does not return to his quarters, however, and hands off a data pad for a clone trooper to deposit in his room. The ill-fated trooper trips the explosive and is killed in the blast. Alarms resound throughout the ship. Crasher keeps his cadets in order as the sirens wail, leading them to a safe room. The Endurance holds orbit over Vancourt as emergency repairs are enacted.
1: One real quick scene I loved here is I love seeing the force pull. And as Mace is closing the door, he force pulls the uh, clone out. And it just—it has this cool look to it, where the like the body kind of, kind of just drops as he's lifting him up. It just—I love when they do that kind of thing, with the yeah. series. Yeah. Such a cool scene right there. Um, from a status report, Boba overhears that Mace Windu survived. Anakin and Mace investigate the ruins of the blasted quarters. When Anakin learns that the ship's navigation systems were not targeted, he begins to postulate that the attack attacker was after mace specifically this was not an act of sabotage rather an attempted assassination mace and anakin order the clones to conduct a thorough sweep of the ship for the killer
0: boba contacts watcher again who orders young Fett to destroy the ship's reactor boba is reluctant he's after revenge on mace windu and does not wish to jeopardize the rest of the crew boba relents and enters the ship's vast reactor core Confronted by clone security, Boba knocks the trooper unconscious and then opens fire on the exposed core.
2: I got lost, sir. <sighs> Ship's on full lockdown, son. Yes, sir. I know, sir. I just... I'll return to my company. Ah, uh, not alone you won't. Emergency protocols in effect. Look, I'm calling a trooper to escort you out of here. This is CT-1477. Is a that a dc 158 Oh yeah. Here. Keep the safety on. Copy that, CT-1477. We are pretty overloaded with the emergency status. We'll get someone there as soon as possible. What? What are you doing? We're brothers! Don't shoot! You're not my brother. Don't shoot! Don't worry. CT-1477, report in. CT-1477, why have you broken off transmission?
1: Oh, here it is, Mike. This is where it starts. This episode starts to ramp up. Um, yeah. You know, here, here, first of all, we find out that Boba, he's actually reluctant. He All he's there for is to get revenge on Mace Window. He doesn't want to jeopardize the crew, anything mm. else. And this is probably where it's going to have a little bit of a – the fans are going to have maybe some issue. Yeah. Um, because like we've talked about before, he's, he's so beloved and, and everybody likes that. He's just a mystery. And this is going to bring out, this series is going to bring out a little bit of what happens when he's younger and why he goes the way he goes. So, um, you know, I, am I'm, I'm at the camp that I really don't, uh, it doesn't really bother me. Um, anything new to this series and to the star Wars universe, I'm pretty much game for, I mean, there's a few things that I don't like, but, uh, I didn't have a problem with this section right here and and why he's there i mean of course this guy wants to get revenge on somebody who killed his dad i mean i think everybody can relate to that Mm -hmm. Um, so we you know i don't see the problem there so
0: you know i honestly i have less issue with this storyline than i do with the mandalorian storyline yeah um like i have lots of issues with the mandalorian and how much that has screwed stuff up um and how it's sort of negated a whole bunch of people's work. This has not negated anybody's work. This story has already been told once. It's been told in, like, one of the Young Reader uh, novel series, all about Boba Fett, and it was actually this very story of him trying to uh, to kill Mace Windu, trying to find Mace, find out who the Jedi was that killed his father and, and track him down and kill him. So right. mm-hmm. um, it, the story's kind of already been told in the books, but uh, but I guess this is the uh, the clone Wars version of it, which I don't have a problem with, because um, I never read those books because they were for little kids and they're not technically canon. So um, so yeah. so I'll enjoy this as it goes. And uh, and you know what, in in the the respect of the character having been changed because now we know he's a clone and blah 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 all that stuff, the damage is already even we know that he's a character and that he's out there and the mystery has been taken away Right. so at this point it's not really that big of a deal to go back and fill in some of the, the details of how in fact it might be better that they go in and they fill in some of the details and at least make it worthwhile right. now right. Yeah. and tell the story of why he becomes Boba Fett you know the Boba Fett that we know and right. uh, and love from, from uh, Empire and Return of the Jedi so yeah, that's so a- I'm, I'm cool with this, and and they definitely added a lot of depth to his character by, at the same time as him saying like I'm not your brother, he's acknowledging that he's also he sets it to stun, so
1: exactly, yeah, he didn't actually kill him, he just stunned him, so yeah, yeah. Um, he's still kind of trying, you know, basically struggling with how he's going to do this. I mean, he wants this revenge so bad that he's gonna he's gonna actually go a little too far here, and he's gonna gonna to have to take it the rest of the way now i mean there's no choice now there's no turning yeah. back so yeah. and then of course yeah. you know you got this they did a really good job with the music in this episode they had these haunting melodies come up and you know we don't hear a lot of the the choruses and the melodies i mean we we heard that in episode one with duel of the fates in episode three so i thought they did a really good job of putting some of that music in there that haunting music when boba kind of goes too far you know kind of sets up the scene and the mood the whole thing so um, explosions tear through the ship, splitting its hole. Admiral Killian, Anakin, and Mace are nearly dragged into the void. With the force and some quick thinking, the Jedi activate the emergency bulkheads and are spared a death by a hard vacuum.
0: Pretty epic, actually. When when oh, the yeah. uh, when the ship starts exploding and, uh, and the engines come off and all that, it's uh it's pretty impressive. It looked really good, and uh, and. and- and when admiral killian's about to get sucked out the uh the side of the ship and they catch him with the force oh was, yeah. Uh, it, yeah that was pretty cool and then anakin you know lets go and and uh and, Just and close it. closes yeah. the yeah closes the blast door or whatever right pretty awesome yeah pretty
1: awesome the visuals were crazy but i'll we'll talk about that at the very end of yeah. on this episode yeah. Uh, yeah go ahead mike the,
0: the endurance lurches in space fire spilling from its shattered hull the stoic Admiral Killian shows no fear in front of the clone cadets, who he orders to evacuate the ship under the, the guise of it being a test of their efficiency.
1: Boba rejoins the cadets easily amid the confusion as the brigade breaks into smaller teams to board the escape pods. Boba shares the pod with Jax and some other cadets. After the pod blasts away from the Endurance, Boba sabotages it by deploying drag fins too early. The malfunctioning pod spins out of control away from the others.
0: Anakin commands R2-D2 to prepare the Jedi starfighters for takeoff. He fails to convince Killian to evacuate. The traditionalist officer refuses to leave, preferring to go down with the ship. Commander Pons and a small crew of navigation officers join him on the bridge as the Endurance plunges toward Vanquist. Mace and Anakin board their fighters and leave the ship. Yeah,
1: we were just talking before we started recording uh, what planet, and it was Vancor. Um, yeah. I couldn't remember. I don't even remember it being mentioned in the uh, episode. Maybe, it, maybe towards this part of the episode it was mentioned, but I, I just I couldn't remember. But uh, Killian here, who got the Scottish uh, Admiral, and, and he wants yeah. to go down with his ship, um, kind of disobeying the orders of, of the Jedi. And he, and he kind of throws a little quip at him, like, basically, you guys wouldn't understand um uh an admiral or a captain of a ship always goes down with it so i thought that was was an
0: interesting comment because it was kind of right it was a little bit condemning of the jedi and i was like huh, that's an interesting (laughs) yeah definitely definitely attitude but it's sort of it's it's seeing the attitude of the like the civilian well not civilian but like the uh the, the, the regular military. like He's just a regular military officer. He's not a Jedi. He's not a clone. He is just a human. He's just, it's just right. a guy commanding a ship. And, uh, and he's obviously got a bit of a chip on his shoulder when it comes to the Jedi. Right. Um, so very interesting because then we can see how easily some of those guys can turn and become moths and that sort of thing later on.
1: Yes, right, right. Uh, Bubba's pod finally decelerates and sits dead in empty space. The cadets fret about their fate, but Jax keeps his cool. Sergeant Crasher reports to Anakin that he's missing a pod of cadets and May suspects the saboteur may have gotten to the cadets.
0: In deep space, the unmistakable Slave One docks with the lone escape pod and bounty hunters Bosk and Aura Singh enter the airlock. They welcome Fett aboard. Jax is shocked to see his fellow cadet is not what he seems. Aura, who was Watcher, tells Boba that the cadets are living witnesses and are to be abandoned to the void. With regret, Fett leaves the cadets behind.
2: Congratulations, Boba. Job well done. His name's not Boba. He's Lucky. Lucky? (laughs) That's a good one. You're with her? I wasn't expecting you to bring friends along. I couldn't help it, Aura. What are you gonna do with them? What do you think? Let them go? Ah, They're living witnesses, honey. That was never part of the plan. I just wanted to kill the Jedi that murdered my father. Well, that will have to wait. Grow up. You'll get your revenge in time. Now get on board. We have to get out of here. Or you can go with your friends, who I'm going to jettison into the unknown. (gasps) That would be poetic. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) Okay. Man, this is where it really gets cool for me. I mean... Mm-hmm. here we go first of all we get the familiar sound of the slave one docking and we actually yep. get to see it so here we go man it looked really cool um and then another high point for me was our seeing i mean she looked like almost lifelike i mean it's probably the most lifelike uh character i have seen in this series so far just the way she everything about her just was perfect. I mean we could I mean of course Bosk is in the background and we don't hear from him yet, but he's there. Now yeah, here's, he was
0: there. <laughs> here's uh,
1: here's the question though. What is the motivation for Aura Singh to get involved with Boba?
0: Okay, well here's the thing. Aura Singh used to be a Jedi Padawan and then some bad things happened to her and she uh, she leaves the order essentially. And uh, and for a little while, it was a dark Jedi in one of the comic book series. Okay, right. And uh, and then yeah, so she's got a real thing against the Jedi. Okay. She really doesn't like them. So um, I remember I hearing about that.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm just wondering why she's using Boba, um, just because he has a, you know, a strong desire to go after Mace. Um, I,
0: I, th- think, I that, think it's just convenient. I think that's all it is. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, he, she just sees an opportunity and takes it, you know. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably find out more in the next couple of episodes. That's what I'm thinking. We're going to find out. How they, how they stuff.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think we'll probably will find out what, what's going on, what the motivation is with her, and, you know, who's actually in charge of the Slave one right now. I mean, is, is it Arvis yeah. to move around, or is it Boba, and, and she's just kind of taking it for him? But it's kind of interesting that it looks like she's going to be the one that kind of puts Boba on this path um, to the next throughout the rest of his, you know, until we get to him in the Return of the Jedi and the Empire Strikes Back. So this should be really interesting. But again, um, Aura Singh, excellent job with her. Jamie King, mm-hmm. um, really good with the voice acting. But I just I had to comment on just the way they they. Did, did this uh, character. I mean, just looks so lifelike to me. I just love that scene. Um, yeah.
0: I, I really enjoyed uh, Boba's little comment of the, that that was never part of the, the plan, yes. which mirrors uh, Lando's comment to Vader. This was never part of the deal. So I just expected her to say, I'm altering the plan. Pray I don't alter it any further. Oh yeah, yeah. But that might have gone too far. Maybe too but, far. Uh, but it just sort of, it just sort of mirrored that a little bit, which is something that Lando will say, you know, a good twenty odd years from now, right, uh, in front of Boba Fett to Darth Vader. So
1: yeah. Well, uh, one last thing about this is we see that Boba seems to struggle with this decision to to leave his uh, cadets behind, even though he has no really attachment to him. I mean, basically he just kind of stowed away to get on the ship. He still has a little bit of, of struggle with this. And ultimately he does go with Aura because, you know, he's, he's, he's going after mace. So like I said earlier, you know, not, he doesn't necessarily want to do this, but you know, his ultimate goal is to get to mace window and he's got to do what he's got to do. So, uh the story finishes out the cadets begin to panic and jack tries to hold the team together suddenly the piercing searchlights of the jedi starfighters enters the pods viewports anakin and mace report the pods location to sergeant crasher for pickup and then focus on the next challenge they have lost contact with admiral killian the jedi need to enter Vancouver's atmosphere and see what has happened to the doomed endurance so that's how it ends. Uh, we don't actually know what happens to Killian. I mean, we the ship's going down and he's going down with it, but uh, we might find out uh, next episode what happened with that. But uh, what'd you think of the debut of Boba Fett, Mike?
0: Uh, I liked it. I, I really enjoyed this episode. Actually, um, it was uh, it was pretty quick paced, and uh, and, yeah. and there wasn't there wasn't too much that I that I can really complain about this week. Um, but at the same time, there's not really a heck of a lot that got me all that excited. Uh, I think that we've got better stuff coming. Yeah. There's there's better stories and and uh, and action in store. But uh, I mean, the, when the ship explodes, that was pretty awesome. And then when the uh, when the Jedi starfighters show up at the end, with yes. the hyperspace rings with and everything, because yeah. I love the hyperspace rings. Yeah. Um, uh, that's pretty awesome.
1: But. Yeah, you know, we're getting to uh, you know, this is kind of setting everything up so you kind of have to kind of go with it um i think it was a a really good episode obviously wasn't the best of the season or the series so far but uh, a a really solid start to the uh boba fett trilogy and you know a couple of things that point out is um i think i mentioned earlier just the overall uh look of the episode the ships um look fantastic the explosions
0: um like well, we actually we see the inside of two different ships. We see the inside of the Republic cruiser, right uh, at the beginning, which looks like the inside of the Tantive IV, like a like a Corellian Corvette. It's very similar on the inside. And then once they're on the ship, once they're on the, the Jedi cruiser, the the, um, the Star Destroyer, uh, the the interiors are like the Death Star. So uh, I thought that was really cool to show. Yeah. That at one point in time, these two ships that are now, like, that are in classic, in the classic uh, trilogy, uh, fighting against each other, at one point were ships that were working in conjunction with them, you know. Right. So it's just yeah. very interesting to see that.
1: Yeah. And, it, and another thing that uh, I didn't bring up earlier, but uh, it's kind of funny to hear Dave Filoni say that he wanted to stay away from this sort of a story. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, You know, it was was George that was the one. George Lucas is the one that said, "Hey, I want to. I want to talk about Boba Fett now." So I thought that was really interesting in the commentary to hear Dave Filoni of all people say that he wanted to stay away from it. So, um, but hey, the maker says let's do it, and actually Dave Filoni gets to write and direct the season finale. So uh, really looking forward to that, and we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Well, uh, let's uh, let's jump into the mailbag and hear what you guys had to say about uh, about some of the recent stuff going on.
1: All right. Uh, uh everything's under control. Situation
2: normal. What happened? Uh, I had a slight weapons malfunction, but uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How
1: are you? So we have another audio email to play, Mike. Number we do. two. Another one, yes. Keep them coming. Uh, this is from a longtime Frontlines listener and uh, frequent poster on the forums, and he emails us a lot. So he's really, um, really active in in all things with Frontlines and Star Wars. So we got a uh, we got an audio email from him, and uh, it's sort of a longer email. So I had to cut it down a little bit, Aaron. Um, but we we will discuss everything that uh, that you uh, sent us. So we'll go ahead and listen to
2: that now. Greetings, Mike and Matt. This is Aaron Altman. Um, I'm just gonna ask you a few questions and ask for some opinions. Um, and so let me just get to it. One, I don't see a problem with the Zillow Beast um design, other than the fact that I don't really care for that third arm in the back. But I really think he looks you know, kind of cool. The fingers, I don't think, I don't mind it, because I think it just shows that there's so many different species in the um, Star Wars universe that, well, that's what that one looks like, so another thing. Um. Season 3, what do you think might go on during Season 3? Um, I have really no idea. I, um, we probably will see the coming of Phase 3 armor, because if you look really closely at the hologram at the um, Senate murders, you see that um, K- Kaminoan senator thing with, and there's a hologram of a Phase Three clone trooper. If you look really carefully at the helmet, you can see, and it's only for like maybe two seconds, so you might want to take a look at that because you can see that they're in the works. So I don't know if Senate murders was before the Zilla Beast or what. So probably we'll see you know, phase two. Did I say phase three before? Um, Phase two armor. I think we'll probably see more Cad Bane. You know, another thing is I think I could be wrong, but in this episode Death Trap, I think we might get a glimpse of Cad Bane because if you go on IMDB in the Death Trap episode on there, it has a has a, one of the cast, and Cad Bane's in there, as one of the cast, so I thought that might be cool, he might contact him for some reason, um, going with the same thing of, um, going around to season finale, the last episode of season two, it's Ahsoka and Plo Koon try to find Boba Fett, and there's a big battle, I guess, at the end, if you read the episode description on Wikipedia. Because they have all the episode descriptions now. And. It. I'm wondering. Could be wrong. Sokka might get killed by Boba Fett. Or killed by someone else. Maybe Or or something like that. So. Um, don't know what you think of that. He'd um, be crazy. But um, I hope not. But you know. They might do it. And. Um, I think that's pretty much everything. So. As our good friend Admiral Akbar says, may the force be with you. Goodbye.
1: All right. There is our email from Aaron, and he's got some points, so we'll try to hit on these real quick. Um, first of all, the Zillow Beast design, he sounds like he was fairly okay with it except for the uh, the back leg, and I know you weren't particularly fond of the leg on the yeah. back, right? Yeah. Um. The season three predictions. Now, I know for a fact that we will see through interviews and such that we will see um, Nika Futterman actually said this on another podcast, that she will be coming back a lot more in season three as, uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank on her name all of a sudden? Uh, Come on, somebody help me out here. Well, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> She plays uh, the bald Jedi female Why am I drawing a blank on her name This is crazy
0: Bald Jedi
1: female Yeah she's in the series uh, She was in last season's The Dark Jedi uh, Dooku's
0: right hand lady Oh, Assage Ventress. Wow. Holy crap, dude. Wow. I
1: just totally <laughs> went on a blank there. Can you believe that? Well, that you happens. know what?
0: I was I was right there with you because I'm like the bald Jedi <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking Everybody's about? right <laughs> now is going, Hello I'm like I'm like Deba Balaba, no she had hair, no uh uh you know <laughs> oh, I'm like I'm my through gosh. all of them. Like well she's kinda bald, but the Twilight things, you know, oh, it's my different gosh. situations. Is that crazy? Uh, <laughs> Anyways,
1: yeah, season three, though. I, I know for a fact she's going to be in it, and they're going to explore her character more. I've heard that in interviews. Other than that, um, hopefully we'll see more uh, Cad Bane. I, he's one of my favorite characters. Um, and then he mentioned the phase two armor in murders, and that was correct. Uh, it looks like um, we might see some phase two come out in season three and, and – um, so I totally missed
0: that. Then I totally. You didn't it. see that in
1: *Seven Murders*. I didn't see
0: that in *Seven Murders*.
1: It was in the background. You really, it was really fast. You had to—you had to actually almost be told, I "Hey, to look have for have it."
0: again.
1: Yeah. If you look for it again, you'll see it. Um, and then he also mentions uh, mentions uh, Ahsoka and uh, some of the season finale stuff going on, and and be careful of, of Wikipedia because it's not always the most accurate. Yeah, um, but uh, here's the thing with with Ahsoka. I I don't think they're ready to get rid of her yet. Um, no, no, she has grown, and people are really starting to like her. I myself wasn't too keen on her in the first Clone Wars movie and started this uh, first season, but up till now, she's really kind of I don't know. It's just, she just worked away, and and I really like what they're doing with with her character and i think she's going to be around for a while and yeah so do i i don't think they're going to they're going to deal with her right now this is going to be something big with her and it's probably going to be some you know season ending or series ending situation with her and who knows she might actually live beyond and we never we won't find out till a special yeah. edition so i'd be really shocked to see anything happened to her in this episode really shocked so um and then the last thing you guys didn't actually hear it but he's uh he wanted to know a little bit about podcasting and uh you know all you need is a is a mic and a free bit of software and a couple of ideas and 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 you could do it you know um it's not too expensive to get involved especially with all the free software out there so uh, Aaron, yeah. if you're if you're into that, as long as you have a good idea and you, and you can talk on something for a little bit of time, and uh, hey, go for it, man. I mean, you see how many podcasts there are out there now. Uh, everybody's getting into it, so it's a fun thing to do. To, especially yeah, when the you're most sti-
0: Im- go ahead. The most important thing that you have to figure out is how iTunes works, and uh, and there's yeah. no quick answer to that. Yeah, um, I leave that to but you. There's a, yeah. There's a lot of stuff on the iTunes website um, for setting up a podcast and that sort of thing. And there are a few few websites out there that actually allow you to podcast relatively easily. The one that we use is one called Libsyn. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. Uh, If you go there and you sign up, it does cost something. Uh, It costs, I think, about 12 something a month uh, to host your files. And uh, but it's, it's the easiest way to get into podcasting. And then from there, if you decide to stick with it, you can upgrade and do more complicated stuff with your podcast and with your websites and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but to begin with, that's probably the best way to do it. There's other sites. Uh, I think Podbean is another one of them. Uh, yeah, so there's other stuff. There's, there's lots of companies that do that. That do uh, the hosting and uh, and they'll set up your feed and all of that sort of stuff, so you don't have to learn all that technical knowledge. But
1: but uh, that's the only difficult part. Yeah, and luckily I leave that all to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hey, Aaron, thanks for the email. Appreciate that. And you guys out there that are listening, hey, it's just that easy. Just re- you know, if you got some ideas or you got some. Uh, issues or you want to discuss anything throw it on mp3 and send it in and we'll and we'll throw it on the podcast and we'll talk about it man it always makes it for a livelier yeah, for sure. email segment so do that um you ready for the forum post of the week
0: yeah let's head let's do that
1: okay forum post of the week is from darth slim frequent poster on the geek out loud forums and since we are in a season finale mode his post subject is the season finale predictions and he writes okay guys what are you thinking or hoping that we will see in the season finale i know there's been some discussion about the armor and i doubt we'll see baba in the full armor since he's a lot smaller than Django. but i think an awesome final shot for the last episode would be him putting the helmet on maybe after painting it green wow that would be pretty cool the armor yeah, that, that I don't know too bad.
0: I I I don't think we're going to see a lot of the armor. He no. is starting to if you watch the preview that's on starwars.com you'll see him and he's actually got uh he's got his his father's uh blaster pistols in the holsters on on his belt. Um and he is wearing the the, the jumpsuit like the Jump under, suit, right. uh, suit. but it is the blue one. It's it's Django's. it's it's, or it's similar to Django's. And um, and if you see, he's actually got the knee pads. Um, right, he's got like, his knee armor on. Right. Yeah, the knee armor is on. So, um, so I think that we might we might slowly see him becoming the Boba Fett we know. Right. So uh, I think we're going to see him. What this is not the last that we'll see of him for sure. I'm, I'm sure we're going to get these three episodes, and we're going to get more episodes later on. We got another three seasons left. So, um, so I think we'll probably see a lot of. But uh, but yeah, that's what we're gonna see for now. And and Boba Fett's helmet does show up, like Django's helmet. Uh, it does, really. At some point, because we see, we uh, we saw in the in the preview, uh, in, like the big preview, the big trailer that they did for the season finale. Uh, I think Anakin picks it up, or Mace picks it up at one point. So yeah. So we will get to see. Wow. Something. Yeah. Or at least a Mandalorian Horn helmet. I don't know if it was necessarily James, but right. We'll
1: see. We'll see. Um, I think it's uh it's, I'm it's you know we were talking about a new, new new Boba Fett stuff or new canon Boba Fett stuff in a long time in what seven years seven eight years or whatever so, I'm kind of in the dark. I have no idea what's going on and I'm trying to stay as spoiler free as I can, um, and some of the guys in the forums are wondering about Ahsoka as as well as Aaron did, and, and we've already talked about I don't think she's going anywhere right now. Um, but, uh, you know, bringing back, like I said in the, in the forum, bringing Boba back is kind of a touchy subject. I know people are going to be on the fence of this, but, uh, you know, knowing that Dave Filoni is involved, like we said before, I, I think we're going to be okay. You know, he's, he's a fan guy. He knows what the fans want, and... I'm kind of really excited to see what, what he's going to bring next uh, next week. So um, as far as predictions, though, you know, I have no idea. We're just going to see some more boba. And it looks like it's going to be from the previews. A couple of the previews in the trailer it looks like it's going to be outstanding. So um, I'm really excited for that. Okay. Other than that, I guess we got the upcoming episode descriptions because we got a two-part season finale coming up, huh? Yep. yep. So the first one is entitled uh, R2-D2 Come Home. And uh, the last episode will be Lethal uh, Trackdown. Um, Do you want to read the uh, preview we have, Mike? And then I'll play the audio.
0: Sure, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, so here's this, the first one. Well, I guess they're both kind of together. Yes. Uh, when a band of bounty hunters leads Anakin and Mace into a deadly trap on Vancor, it's up to R2-D2 to warn the Jedi and battle his way back to Coruscant. After co- combing the Coruscant underworld for a young fugitive, Flo Koon and Ahsoka pursue him to Florum for a climactic confrontation. This season. The bounty hunters have risen. Next Friday. Uh, Strike. Let's go, Artur. Back. (laughs)
2: Destroy them.
0: Star Wars the Clone Wars. One hour season finale. Next Friday at 9, only on Cartoon Network.
1: Now. If that doesn't get you pumped up, nothing will. You know what I'm saying? Wow. (laughs) Some cool stuff, man. And if you haven't been to StarWars.com, go there because they have a quick 44-second kind of teaser of what's going on. It just kind of gives you a glimpse of what the visuals are going to be like. And it shows Hondo talking with our and Boba. And just from that scene alone, I was like, oh, man, that looks really cool. Just it just jumped out at yeah, the screen it's gonna at you. Be good. Yeah, so we're gonna get, it's
0: going to get going to be good.
1: We got Plo Koon and Ahsoka coming back, and we haven't seen them in a while. Um, so it'll be yeah. nice to see them again. And Plo Koon's kind of really—I mean, we all know it's Dave Filoni's favorite character. So we're going to see him, and and we get to see him in a cloak. And I mean, there's just a lot of new stuff going to be coming at us with the season finale. So. Um, like I have said before, man, I'm just really pumped up about this. Can't wait for next Friday.
0: So yeah, for sure, I'm yeah. psyched. I'm psyched. And then the episode that we will be doing following that will probably be a big uh, super duper episode where we'll do both, uh, yeah. both R two come home and uh, and lethal track down. And then after that, we will take a break for a little while. We'll have a little bit of a. Of a break between then and when we do another episode, but uh, yeah. But rest assured, we will be doing plenty over the break this year yes. with uh, C five coming up. So, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. For Just because the season's over doesn't mean that Frontlines is done for the for the season.
1: So no, no, no. Love talking Star Wars. Yeah. So uh, that's gonna do it for this episode, I guess, huh?
0: Yes, it is. So uh, as always, thank you for listening, and. Uh, don't forget to check us out online at www.clonewarspodcast.com. You can uh, you can head over to Twitter and follow us there. Our username is Clone Wars, so that's twitter.com slash clonewars. Uh, and you can head over to Facebook and join our group, facebook.com slash clonewarspodcast. And as always, you can find us on the Geek Out Loud forums at www.geekoutpodcast.com. Slash forums, and you can get in on the discussion and uh, and get your uh, your forum post mentioned in the show, and uh, and don't forget to send us in emails, and uh, if you send in emails, there's a chance they're going to get read, or if they're audio emails, more than likely played, so uh, yes, so that's it. That's all we got, and and uh, and there are still t-shirts left as we talked about earlier, so uh, head over to to the site and uh, and pick up your t-shirts before they're gone, and uh, and stay tuned for more Frontline merchandise news in the future. Yes, and as uh, like what we did
1: last week, uh, as far as the shirts, um, if you get your orders in by Sunday night, um, I will do another mailing on Monday. So keep that in mind. And uh, with that, I think we will call it a night. And uh, as always, may the fourth be with us. Take care. We'll see everybody next week.
0: See you next week.